You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we have two friends, two clients, two people in the Charlotte community that do amazing things with Boingo Graphics. We have Linda Kirby and Sid Wood. Now, we're all about making your brand stand out. And, um, you know, something that is out there, it can be a challenge. You know, sometimes you might not know exactly how to make your brand stand out and things change all the time. How do you communicate your brand, your product, your service in a quick, eye-catching and easy to understand format? Well, Boingo Graphics is in the business of making it happen. And we are so excited to have Linda and Sid here to talk a little bit more about that. Linda is the vice president and has developed a love of ink on paper uh, in high school, actually, and has worked her passion from her from the beginnings with Boingo in 1990 all the way up to oh, excuse me, she's executive vice president. I didn't, I totally already butchered it. Um, but she's joining us now, and so is Sid on the Brand Butters podcast to tell a little bit about their business, how they've evolved in the digital age, how do you stand out on paper, and ultimately, like, what are they doing for our community, and why should you want to work with Boingo, but also, like, why not work with somebody that's local? So thank you so much, Linda and Sid, and welcome to the Brand Builders Podcast. Oh, well, thank you so much, Brian. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, happy to be here, Scott. Thank you. Uh, Sid and I have really been looking forward to this. This is, uh, this is, this is great, so thank you. It's been a long time coming. Thank you. We're we're happy to have you and uh, excited about it. So Brian mentioned high school, Linda. What made you decide in high school to make your living in ink all those years ago? Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's funny because I was a creative kid. Uh, I always wanted to be working with, you know, crayons or scissors and paper. And yeah, I think my mom believed that I was going to be a fine artist. So she had me in <laughs> fine art classes as, at an early age. What she didn't realize is that I didn't really have that kind of talent. So uh, I was fortunate that we had a uh, graphic arts uh, vocational program in my high school. And, you know, I walked in and I got to tell you, it was like love at first sight for me. It was just this interesting combination of machines and art coming together to create things. So, you know, I was hooked. I think I spent way more time in that classroom than I did anywhere else for that last couple of years, just hanging out in that room. And I just developed a passion for it and I followed it. And and am, am I mistaken by saying you all just celebrated 40 years in business? Is it we 40? Did. Wow. We did. That's so amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's interesting. The business was originally founded over 40 years ago by my mentor, uh, Ed Novakunsky. And also my business partner's father, um, and he uh, he he actually started the business in a very different sort of structure than we have today. But I came on thirty years ago, and then Sid came on twenty five years ago. So we've really grown up together in the business. Wow! I mean, that's unbelievable. Number one in this day and age to have somebody that's been in a company that long, but that obviously speaks to the culture that that Boingo has created that the family environment, it's an environment that you want to be in. It's an environment that people want to work with you. Like that is something that is, 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 doesn't happen. Let me put it that way. Um, I was blessed. My dad's been with the same company for like 40 years and, um, and maybe I'll be with the Dunson group for 40 years. We'll see. I hope so. I hope so too. So, uh, Sid, tell us a little bit about, you know, exactly what is, what is Boingo? What, what do you guys do? Uh, tell us a little bit about, about your brand and, and as a whole. So, um, you know, like I said, like Linda mentioned, uh, been with the company 25 years and, you know, we just try to give, you know, just amazing customer service 
Uh, we're so fortunate to work with, you know, just a wide variety of customers, whether it's medical, nonprofit, legal, um, you know, and just, I feel like always going the extra mile and, um, you know, it can, the deadlines can be tight, but we're all, you know, pulling together. Um, we've got a great team of people that I work with that help support me and, and we're all, you know, ultimately just want to get the customer what they need when they need it and then get on to the next project. So, um, that's, uh, you know, that's a big part of my focus. We, we both. So when I first became aware of your brand and your company, I believe it was through the sponsorship of 24 hours of booty at the time. Now it's 24 foundation. You guys have been big supporters for them for many, many years. And your logo was catchy. Your brand was catchy. A really cool printing company, I believe was the tagline at the time and likely still is. Um, tell us about what all kinds of products and services you offer? Like, what does Boingo do? Yeah, so I appreciate the question. Um, uh, Sid, you want me to take this one? or That'd be great. Yeah, okay. So at our core, we are a commercial digital printing company. So uh, we print marketing collateral of all shapes and sizes, including things like wide format graphics, trade show graphics, floor vinyls, uh, wall graphics, banners, and things of that nature. We also do a fair amount of campaign work. So we do variable data campaigns, appeals, and things like that, which drives a, a decent amount of uh, direct mail as well. So we're very much of a hybrid operation. I think we really are so much more than print today. So I believe a lot of times we think of ourselves more as a marketing service provider as opposed to a traditional printer. That um, Yeah, so we're, we have a lot of fun. We've got a, a lot of tools in the toolbox. Tell me, so, I mean, you guys have been in the business. I always tell people I grew up in the era before the internet and the internet. Like, like let's put it this way. Facebook came out when I was a junior in college. And thank God it came out when I was a junior <laughs> in college. I don't know if I'd want Facebook to be out in 2020 if I was going to school now. But the reality of it is, is like, I remember when we didn't have, you know, video games, when we weren't glued to our cell phone, when you came home and threw your book bag and you were outside all day. And then let's also remember, I remember every morning I would read the the newspaper, right? We'd have the Atlanta Journal and Constitution. I'd have my cereal. I'm not going to lie. I just would go straight to the sports section. <laughs> Probably should have gone more into the finance or something different. But I would read a newspaper every single morning. And that was the way that I got my news. Um, but now you look at everything's completely changed. So what has your business done to not only evolve, but what have been some of the biggest evolutions uh, in the brand? And, and tell us what are the biggest changes maybe that people might not be aware of that might not even know that you can that you can do per se. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's a great question. Uh, I, I appreciate you uh, bringing that up. Mm -hmm. You know, it has changed a lot. Oh my gosh, the the industry. It feels like it's just been um, a constant state of of industry disruption. Really, having been in the business as for such a long time, uh, I can remember. You know, going back to that teacher or the instructor in graphic arts when she was trying to sell me on the idea that printing would be a good career for me. She told me, she said, printing has been done the same way for over 100 years, and it will likely be done the same way for another 100 years. And it, I just think that's hysterical looking back on that. Liar. It was, you know, it was like trying to keep up with, um, oh, my gosh, just running like uh, a mad person, trying to keep up with the changes. But we've seen a lot of cool things. Uh, one of the things that um, I think we've always had a reputation for is staying sort of on the cutting edge of technology 
or at least keeping up with the changes in our industry. So um, along that line, as an example of that, we were pretty early to um, adopt the technology that allows for distributing marketing portals, which gives the customers the ability to order printed materials from really almost anywhere, and then we can print and, and distribute directly. So that's been something that Sid has um, worked with some of his major accounts on and does quite a bit of work today through the advent of just technology and allowing our customers to be able to work with us in a different way. And it creates a lot of efficiency for our clients, which, you know, is really key for them. That's, I mean, that, like that is fascinating to think that a print company, you guys have evolved now into multiple different aspects of it. I mean, completely like distributing, you know, marketing portals, creative services, direct mail, kidding, fulfillment, the the whole nine. I mean, if you haven't seen their facility, definitely go check it out. I mean, this is not a mom and pop shop. These people can do amazing work and uh, and, and I, we definitely love talking about it. I want to learn a little bit from, with you guys being in business for 40 years, you guys are a staple in this community. You clearly have a great culture that has enabled you to keep and retain a lot of, of really, really great talent. Um, you two being, being at the top of that. What, di- what makes... You guys different and 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 what like what stands out that is so great about your business from a culture standpoint that people don't want to leave because you just don't have that uh, in this day and age. Well, you know, Sid and I probably see this in a real similar way. I'd love to get you know his his um, his take on it. I think you know, people absolutely are are the key uh, to the organization. You know, you hit it, Brian. Uh, you know, you invest in in people, and I learned that early on in my career. People invested in me, um, all the way back to people that took a chance early on, uh, and and gave gave me a chance, and then mentored me later. You know, we we try, try to make sure that that's top of mind, uh, not only when we hire talent, but also in all of our efforts to uh, to retain talent. But Sid, yeah, I mean, what are you, what's your thoughts on that? So that's um, that's you know even goes back to the original um, founder Ed. You know, just putting back into the company and, you know, one way to do that is, you know, expanding capability, new equipment, things of that nature. But, you know, the real core to that is uh, the people factor and having, you know, just great, talented people that are on the, um, you know, on board and are, you know, dedicated, motivated to to meet the customer deadlines. Um, Yeah, I tell people all the time, I just work with a great, great group of people. And it makes my job a lot easier, um, you know, when I'm out facing, you know, the customer that, yeah, sure, we'll we'll get this done. You know, we'll get this for you. It'll be done on time. And, um, you know, that's one thing off their desk. I love it. You know, there's a there's a quote and I, I'm, 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 I don't remember who, who said this, but uh, it was uh, it was something I read recently. And, and, and somebody brought up the question, well, what if we invest all this money into our employees and they leave? And the, 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 the answer was, well, what if we don't and they stay, you know? So the reality of it is you have to invest in your talent. You have to make them better. You can't be scared that if, if we invest in the talent we have here, that they're going to leave because what if you don't invest with them and they stay? That's even worse. Um, so you can definitely understand that you guys are committed to doing that. Now, I want to jump into some things from a community standpoint. We are are, uh, are honored to be uh, Hood Hargit Breakfast Club members with you guys. And I've had the great opportunity of getting to know you and, and getting to partner with you. And we love the brand. But I want to learn, like, what do you guys do from a community standpoint? Um, you know, working not only you mentioned with nonprofits, but I'd love to to 
to hear, you know, what about, you know, Boingo that you guys do in, in that type of, uh, of an arena and what are some things that people maybe not, might not know about you? Yeah. So, so thank you. We're, uh, so, so we work with, you mentioned nonprofits and, uh, Scott's already mentioned 24 foundation. So we love those guys, by the way. Um, and, uh, just appreciate so much being able to work and partner with them over the years. Uh, one of the things that we recognized, and this has been back about, I want to say eight years ago, we took a look at our customer mix and realized that we actually had almost 12% of our business was direct with nonprofit in the nonprofit community here in Charlotte and local. And, you know, so we sat back and we looked at that and we said, okay, there's organizations that we know we support where our missions align perfectly, uh, 24 Foundation being one of those. But what, what else can we do? You know, there's got to be more. There's got to be a way that we can get back in a larger scale. So it was a, that was the really the beginning of the Boingo Cares program. And um, you guys may or, or may not have uh, the details on that. Sid represents us very well in the Association of Sun, uh, Fundraising Professionals, excuse me, uh, in that organization and uh, works with uh, quite a number of our Boingo Cares members. And that program essentially, if you think about it at its core, it provides a pricing benefit to the nonprofits that essentially would be as if you were buying printing or printing services and marketing collateral at, at the same uh, price would be uh, maybe a, a, one of your largest customers. So no matter what the size of the nonprofit, large or small, really levels the, the playing field for them. So that's, uh, that's one of the things is really a pricing benefit. But then we also bundled a set of services that different nonprofits can utilize, like our technology platform, um, our dashboard, uh, our stock photography library, things of that nature that they can use at no cost. So it's been a really, uh, I think it's been a helpful thing to, to be able to work with more nonprofits and give back in a, in a broader scale than just a select, you know, four or five nonprofits. And so there's quite a bit of, um, when we think about the budget that we have for giving back in the community is one thing um, when it's a gift in kind, but then when you bundle that together, it's, uh, it really gives us a lot of pride to be able to, to do that. You guys, when you, we get this question all the time and we love working with nonprofits. We've had over uh, 44 nonprofits on our Brand Builders podcast. So almost about a third of our guests have been nonprofits. And it's so unique to bring people on and see how passionate they are about something and hopefully be able to educate, you know, our audience and, and connect people to that nonprofit. But when we meet with, uh, with nonprofits, the first question, usually at the beginning of this is, well, we don't have any money. Um, you know, we don't really know, like, like we, we can't spend too much. And, and we just kind of say, all right, let's take a step back. Let's sit down. Let's understand and really educate how we believe in our medium and how we feel that that can help. When you meet with a nonprofit, you guys mentioned some great things from the pricing benefit, the tech dashboard. You know, what do you tell nonprofits that not only to get them to believe in what you're bringing to the table, but really be able to help them? Because I think there's a lot of nonprofits out there, especially right now in this time where they're struggling, like they don't know if they're going to survive and and they still need to be able to market. They still need to be able to get their message out probably now more than ever. And so I'd love to hear, you know, what Boingo does from that perspective to really walk you through that process and educate people, not just sit there and, and, and kind of be, you know, price only, which a lot of them right now are really, really digging deep to understand what they can do and what they can't afford. Yeah, Brian, you're absolutely right. It's critical. It, it's always been critical in working with that um, with that group, but it's more critical than ever. You know, I, I, I just don't think it's a one size fits all. Yeah, it, uh, I, when we first started working with this program, the Boingo Cares program, there's over 120 members of that program today that receive benefits, uh, actively receiving benefits. But when we very first started, 
we thought we would bundle this set of services and that that was going to work for everyone. But, you know, it didn't take long to realize that that just was not the case. So uh, we, we do an awful lot of listening, you know, rather than talking. So we really want to understand what, what the nonprofit is facing, what are the challenges and, and getting the word out, uh, as you said, and then tailor the program to fit their needs. And that we have mentioned earlier, a lot of tools in the toolbox. So if we go at it and just say, this is what you need, then that's not necessarily going to be the answer for the nonprofit. So we include um, in part of the program, it's a one time a year opportunity to sit down with our professional marketing folks in our company and their folks and just have sort of a brainstorming session. And what we tell them during that time is that we're not necessarily going to be a good fit for everything. And that's, and that's being good stewards of their resources, right? So we say, we, we know that we'll be in a lane that looks like this, but we vetted out an entire set of partners that we can refer you to that also are interested in working with you and, um, and, and looking after, you know, your resources. And so, you know, we just say we're not going to try to be in the middle of that. We're just going to refer you to these other partners. And so I think when we go at it like that, it, it, it there's a level of understanding of their needs and it just sort of helps us tailor a program for them. And it doesn't it's not always about print. I guess there, we walk away sometimes and it's 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 partners that we're referring as opposed to printing that we're doing. It just depends. Great answer. Uh, Brian, you mentioned challenges, right? Like we are all facing many, many challenges in our day to day right now uh, with COVID and working from home and, you know, all the things that are associated with that. What are you seeing from your your client base or new opportunities? What are some of the cool things companies, nonprofits, uh, schools, anyone that works with you, what are they doing to get their message out there? Because I think it's very important for folks to understand how you can continue to help them sort of build their brand through the services you're offering and, and communicate kind of where they are and what their needs are. Um, what are you proud of in this moment? Yeah. You know, a few years ago, we, um, we had the opportunity to partner with one of our major accounts. Actually, this is an account that Sid manages, and uh, one of the uh, largest healthcare systems in the country. But we we had an opportunity to provide what I would call an enhanced level of support to their marketing department. So rather than just coming at it with ink on paper or you know heavy iron that's in the back back there, which we certainly have some of that, uh, we looked at a way that we could um, provide a different level of service. And so. What we, we basically did uh, was almost bolt on a little um, small agency on this commercial digital printing company. We employ about a dozen people in the creative services space now that includes professional project management, uh, graphic design, copywriting and editing, as well as even web admin folks. So um, it was, you know, it was born out of the of a need that a client had. And then we adapted um, essentially and expanded, you know, the company to fit that need. Uh, it's it's really been really fun for us to shift energy and um, you know work on something and work in a space that we we didn't have 30 years experience in and we had to, we had a lot to learn but it's been really cool to be able to bring that value add service to our clients uh, it helps in getting the um, when you talk about getting the word out or the getting the information out into the community um, you know it I, I believe that having those services and being able to provide that level of service to the customer has really helped us out a lot as opposed to just being um, the means to the end right so we're you're having conversations at certainly an earlier stage 
I love that. And you guys have obviously, you know, diversified what you've been doing as as the years have gone on. Um, this question's for Sid. You know, we get a question a lot about, well, well, what's your niche? What's like the market you really focus on? And we tell them all the time, it's not so much the market, it's the relationship. It's, you know, how do we connect with like-minded individuals that understand the value that we're bringing to the table and look at us more as a as a as a marketing partner than just a transaction. And with you guys being able to work with so many different types of clients, I feel that that's very similar. And I, I want to ask Sid, you know, how how refreshing is it? How nice is it that you can go out there and sell to anyone? But it's more about how can we make sure it's a good fit for us and even a better fit for the client? Uh, Sid, tell us a little bit about kind of your experience in, in working with different markets, obviously listening, but how does Boingo tailor that custom approach to make sure that, you know, you are a good fit, but also you could be doing something for the largest healthcare. You could be doing something for a restaurant. You could be doing something for a school. All of those can be completely different projects, but it's all about listening, understanding, and making sure that it's a good fit. We'd love to know your experience and how you work with those different clients and how you create that custom experience every time. So I'm just, you know, really, really fortunate to have just a great group of people that, you know, that I get to work with, uh, a great customer base. Uh, you know, anytime there's a chance to get a referral or meet somebody new, that's amazing. You know, one of the things, you know, we're members of Hood Heart Business or Breakfast Club. Uh, also, we help sponsor Charlotte is Creative. And just, you know, meeting people and, and being in cool places. Uh, there's just a lot of energy. Uh, you're exactly right. You know, there's always, you know, somebody always has a printing project. So, so I sleep well at night knowing that, uh, <laughs> that there's, you know, there's plenty of, uh, you know, opportunities out there. But more than that, it's just getting out there and, you know, like you said, listening, you know, getting a feel for what it is they need and not just, you know, the immediate, I need a hundred copies of this, but, you know, why, where is it going? Who are you servicing? Where? Um, you know, what's it for? What's the, what's the goal? Uh, and then seeing what we can do to plug in. Uh, Linda mentioned the, um, Boy Go Cares program. And one of the great, you know, things about that, one of the, one of my takeaways from that program is, you know, it's, it's just sitting down and listening to the customers and, okay, yes, you could do this, but maybe if you changed it slightly or adjusted the size or, you know, did something else, have you thought about, you know, what that would do to the, the actual price of the project and how we could lower it. And so it's just a consultative process, um, you know, working with customers. And we've been very fortunate that, you know, as Boingo's grown and the reputation that our customers are, are, are great about, you know, introducing us to new customers, new coworkers or friends or other businesses. And it's really had a big, uh, big part of the company's growth over the years. Yeah, you guys, I, we, we, um, whenever I have a conversation with a new client or a referral or anyone, I, I'm very upfront and I say, listen, like, I'm not going to be afraid of challenging you on what you're doing and providing that professional expertise. I'm not saying that I'm always going to be right, but I will always give you options. We'll always give you more of a marketing approach than more of a transaction approach. You know, we're never the type of people that will just say, okay, yeah, we'll print it. Like, we're going to look at that. We're going to make sure like the quality is on the front end. I know I'm working with a client right now. They're probably upset, but the point is we're going to make sure the artwork's great before we even get to the next step, right? And I feel like you guys are the same way and you're not afraid to sit there and say, hey, I know this is the vision, 
Have you ever thought about this? And I think that's just a really, it's a powerful message for a brand to be able to believe in what they believe in, but ultimately challenge brands and their thought process. And when it comes out and they take your advice and then it works and then they love you forever, that's where that magic really works. But um, that is, that's just kind of a thing that I think you guys should be proud of. And I know that's something that you do. Let's, uh, Linda, back to you. And we're going get, to get here you know, towards the end of it. What are you guys excited about in the future? Obviously, the last couple of months have thrown a huge wrench into whatever your 2020 goals were, your plans. No one could have ever imagined that we would be going through what we're going through now. But I know there's some some pride and I know there's some some excitement for the future. There could be some light at the end of the tunnel. Where do you see Boingo in the future? What are you guys planning and what are some things that we should be excited about as a community for what you guys will bring to the table, you know, in the next couple of years or, or really what are your goals uh, now that, that things have kind of changed? Yeah, so so that's a, that's a great question. Wow. And it's, um, and it's a tough one. It, it, the, these times have been challenging, but we're really focused on the big picture. I would tell you that the last year we invested heavily in technology that um, is, it would really help us create um, auto, more automated workflows throughout our operation. So we're, we really embarked on this journey last year and said, okay, we recognize that we, we need to do more of that. And we're going to continue to invest, even though we've been sidelined a little bit this year, there's no doubt about it. We're going we're gonna to match that investment this year uh, I believe with what we did last year and just um, automation software and integrating and creating automated workflows really at every level of the organization. We believe that there's there's more than one reason really to do that. We believe that not only will this help to answer the reduced availability of skilled labor issue that we have. And of course, I know that sounds a little odd right now, guys, because you're thinking, well, there's a lot of people out of work, but this is a trend in our industry that's been going on for many, many years and probably more than 10 years has become uh, increasingly hard to find skilled labor. So uh, more automation within the operation and more automated workflows are we help that we believe will help answer that challenge. And then we also believe that it's going to provide our customer with really an unmatched level of efficiency in working with Boingo. Uh, you know, that equals what I would say is better customer service or a better customer experience. And we're, we're also focused on that for the future. So what types of, um, how can we leverage technology for in instance and workflow automation in order to create a better customer experience in the long run? So I, I would look for us to, uh, again, continue to invest in that. Uh, we had six figure investment in that last year. I hope we will uh, be able to match it again this year. And then I, we could, we should be able to see a lot of, uh, well, let me put it this way. We know our customers are going to start seeing some of the efficiency of that this year uh, from the investment that we've made last year. And we believe that we'll be many years um, uh, that we'll be able to realize the other sort of the sideline benefit internally from that. So we're excited about that. It's going to be probably a trend that we'll follow for several years to come. Yeah. And with 40 years experience, you've seen some ups and downs and you've seen some challenges and you've overcome it. And we're confident we'll we'll all pull through this together, even though it it may throw some monkey wrenches, as Brian said. Um, I, I, one one more question on technology. So we saw a post on your Facebook page that said you're leaping off the page at trade shows, and I'm thinking that's an augmented reality type technology you all are doing. Could you tell us a little bit about that? 
Well, you know, I think the augmented reality is really cool and it's, it, it's the wild, wild west, right? So I can't, I can't really share any secrets on that right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got you, but it's coming. More, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. About more what, 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 what might we be able to do with that technology? That's pretty what, cool. What I would say is that we're looking at, at some things today that we don't do very much of. So packaging is one. So packaging, packaging has been an area that has been very strong uh, during this challenging time because obviously there's packaging is still going on. And we had looked at that investment uh, last year and made a decision to invest more in the uh, technology front on the workflows, but we're still looking at it. We, we do packaging now on small scale, uh, for instance, um, boutique packaging, small boxes and things like that. But we are looking at what uh, if, if, if the market is right for us to enter, then we may do that in the coming years. And just what would it take for us in terms of equipment and resources to be able to pull that off? Uh, we certainly have the space and the, and the talent. So it's probably uh, going to be a more about equipment and how that we might pull that together. But yeah, augmented reality is, is way cool. I'd, I'd hope to share more about that. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> next <around>. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Round, <laughs> round two will all be about augmented reality. Um, <laughs> Well, if you are, if you're listening, uh, please like, share, comment, go check out Boingo Graphics. They're a great company, locally owned, been here for over 40 years. I mean, we have 56 years or 55 years, excuse me, of combined experience on this call. And, and we're so excited um, to be your friends, to, to work with you guys and, and really to see what you do for our community. So thank you, Linda and Sid. Uh, we really do appreciate you coming on the Brand Builders podcast and, uh, and sharing your story. And uh, like Scott said, we cannot wait to see you again at a Hood Hargit Breakfast Club event. Uh, and like I said, you know, everybody, we hope you have a, a great weekend. And uh, until the next time, you are listening to the Brand Builders podcast. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.